Hello guys, welcome to another episode on the confession. So it's Confession Friday again and today I want to talk about depression. Now I want you all to remember this that the season of the confession, this episode the season of the confession would soon be over and um, before the next season begins I would like every single one of you who has been listening to reach out to me I know you have a story there are thousands of persons out there that would be waiting that would be willing that would want to hear your story also I know you would want to share your own confession. Reach out to me. Let's make the next season of Confession Friday your own story. Yes. You know what that would do is first of all it will help you lift up the lift off the burden and the weight that you've been carrying for so long. And it would be helping your story would help every other person who is probably dealing with one thing or the other. I have not experienced so much. There are some things that I have not had experiences of. These are my experiences. There are persons out there that have different experiences and your story might just be what will help them win that private battle. So I want you to reach out to me. Send me an email. Send me a voice record. You can, re- you can decide to stay anonymous. Send me an email. Or send me a DM on my WhatsApp, on my on, on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. My email address is Anna Yang, zero one at gmail.com. A N A I N Y A N G, zero one at gmail.com. My Twitter handle, Facebook, and Instagram handle is Anna Yang. A-N-A-I-N-Y-A-N-G. So I'll be expecting to hear from many of you the next season of the confession will not just be my confession, but the confession, but the story of thousands of persons out there who want to use their story as a medium to help others. So let's talk about my depression. So you see, I I grew up and at a certain stage in my life when my siblings came into the picture two of them you know of course it's usual the love of the parents would shift I didn't understand this 
you know, I didn't. So I began to feel, oh, they are paying less attention to me. That's where it started. They are paying less attention to me. They are no longer taking care of all my needs. I no longer matter to them. Of course, if you followed my podcast, you would know that I I struggled with inferiority complex and insecurity. So these things built up. So that crave, that desire for attention. And when I couldn't get it, of course, I would feel bad. But now, not just that alone. While I was doing my university education, going through college, at a point, I started very well. At a point, my grades dropped drastically. My grades dropped drastically. I was already on I was already on the grade of a first class of a first class during my first year but in my second year the grades dropped so it was really a hard not to true. I didn't even know how to tell my parents about it. Because from where I came from before my college days, before the university days, my secondary school education, my high school wasn't palatable. I messed up big time. Trust me. I messed up big time <laughs> big time very very big time many times i look back and i'm like my secondary school education my last two or three classes i just wasted my time there so i messed up big time so university and college was a fresh start for me. So I started with all force. I made up my mind to be the best and that nothing would derail or deter me from that determination. So when the failure came and my grades dropped so low, I did not know how to handle it. I didn't know how to handle it. 
I looked for persons to talk to for advice. At a point, I felt like quitting school. I felt like dropping out. I felt like everything around me should just stop. wasn't just it alone one way or the other I still found myself finishing among top three in school one of those days when I was writing my professional exams See, I never really, really dealt with, with depression. I was just allowing it, you know. I was just allowing it settle and I was just moving. It was just settling and I was moving and piling up. One of those days, when I was writing my professional exams, I had prepared so much for this particular paper. In fact, to me, it was like the easiest. I was always asking questions in class, answering questions, you know. So on the night to the exams, before my final preparation, I read. So, so, so you see, because I considered it the, the easiest exam, I didn't really pay attention to reading that much. I didn't pay attention to reading it that much, so... I, I just read it the night to the exams. So that night, I spent all the nights reading. I read my textbooks, read my notebooks. I mean, it was time to, you know, solve the past questions. The paper was before me and the questions five, five to six years back were in front of me and I made several attempts to answer them and I could answer none. Hmm. This is 3 a.m. and I could not answer any of the questions in the past question paper for an examination that is 8 a.m. that same day I was frustrated that morning all through the morning I began to think of how I would just vanish how I would just drop out how I would just disappear like I wish I had never even started a professional course Failure was already looking me right in the eye. At that point, that was the first time I thought of committing suicide. Just to disappear from this world. Let nobody, let nobody even ask me what happened after the exam. I wish so much that the exam could have been cancelled. I wish so much that I wouldn't have appeared for the exams. 
I found a way to show up. And when they brought the question paper, it wasn't far from what I thought. I could barely answer anything. I was literally I was literally crying inside the exam hall. I felt really bad. Immediately after the exams, I just picked up myself and everything I came with and I went to a friend's house and I cried. So there's also this time where I had a group of friends. We were very close. We were like a team. We were, we were like a team and we had some projects to execute. We had some projects to execute and I was their leader. No. But at the point, they hurt me so much. They hurt me to the point that I regretted ever being part of their team. I regretted ever knowing them. I regretted ever being a leader over them. And I was unable to heal from that hurt. Several times I had wished that I would not wake up in the morning to see them. Several times I had wished that because of the pain that they had caused me, I would just vanish. But I had to show up every day before them. And you know, the most painful part was this. Even after several attempts to communicate to them how I felt, the things that they did to me, it still didn't stop. They still didn't change. Some of them did not even see anything wrong with what they did. especially the part where the person who I called friend the person who I called friend hurt me so much Feeling depressed made me several times 
in fact it was after we finished the project that i found myself always withdrawing from people because i just wanted to get away from people I just did not want to be in anybody's face anymore. As risky as it may seem, I just wanted my space. I detached from a whole lot of persons. The suicidal thoughts did not end. My mental health was threatened. I could barely think of anything good about myself. So I had to take out time. I did not just separate from them just to feel bad, but I took out time to heal. I had to take out time to heal. I'm still healing from the process, from the hurt of the past. I'm still healing from the regret of the past. I'm still healing from the mistakes of the past. I won't say I have totally conquered depression. There are days that it still sets in. And I would go back into my shell. But you see, I've come to realize that it's all a mind game, and my, and and our mental health is what is what is what's important. And beyond that, you know, find a way to release it, to release those hurts. There were times that I got a book and I would write out my feelings, write out exactly how I am feeling, exactly what the people did to what the person did to me, exactly what the situation was, just to let it out. Because most times I couldn't talk about it to anyone. Not up until now that I've gotten some some accountability partners who are guys also. So I'm still healing. And for those of you listening to me, and you're also struggling with depression, I know you would heal also. Your healing process has also begun. Give it time. Don't give in to those suicidal thoughts. As much as possible, you see, I started discovering what makes me happy. Rather than waiting for people to give me attention, and rather than waiting for people or someone to make me happy, and if I don't get that, I feel I had to take out time and make myself happy. So I, I so 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 have been have been taking myself out on lunch dates. 
buying myself gifts, giving myself treats, and making myself happy. Depression is the absence of self-love. So I had to love myself and I'm loving myself. When I put on a nice a, 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 a nice outfit, I'll look at the mirror and like, wow, AI, you look good today. I will give myself comp. I don't need to wait for anybody to do that. I'm not depending on anybody's compliment to make me feel good. I am enough. You are enough. Yes. Not just the fact that I am good enough. Not just the fact that you are good enough. But you are enough. Everything you want, you are enough. Everything I want, I am enough. I don't need to depend on anybody. I am not entitled to anybody's opinions. I'm not entitled to anybody's... I'm not entitled to anybody's gifts. No. I am enough. I am enough to make myself happy. I am enough to make myself feel good. I am enough to take care of myself. I am enough to give myself attention. So I pay attention to myself and to my needs. And I go the extra mile to meet my needs. And not just the fact that I am enough, but I am also important. So I won't commit suicide because I know that this depression, I have the strength, the energy and the ability to overcome it and to defeat it. And my generation is also depending on me to do it. Same with you. Your generation is also depending on you to come out strong. So when next? Depression set in. And the suicidal thought comes in. What I tell myself is this. There's a reason why I'm still alive. My life is important to me and is important to someone out there. And I'm going to fight this. Life, this is not the end of life. This is a process of life. You see, in fact, I even expect failure. I expect the worst. And I also expect the good. Expect both. Expect both the worst and the good. Nobody can help you, you know. Nobody can help you. Only you can help you. In this case of depression. People can only be there for you emotionally. 
but you are the one that has the power to come out of it you see that depression when next it comes when next you feel depressed i want you to stand up to the things and the people that try to choke you try not to project sadness and do not feel bad you can do anything that you put your mind to have faith in yourself and in your abilities because you can handle anything that comes your way you have the courage to keep going you have the courage to walk your own path and follow your dreams your dreams are far more important than your fears and your depression and your suicidal thoughts and you would keep on going no matter what nothing will weigh you down everything is a face and i believe strongly that you will make the best decision out of it depression is a thing of the mind our entire body responds to what our mind thinks the mind seems to be the most powerful part of our body because of our control because of the control our thoughts could have on us i want you to guard your heart protect your heart protect your mind protect your thoughts you were not created to worry or to fear have faith in yourself and of course have faith in your creator even when you don't know what to do <laughs> even when you don't know what to do a friend of mine shared something with me one of those days when i was feeling depressed this was what was shared god said even if he is even if i even if we are faithless he remains faithful because he cannot deny himself so if our mind thinks that it is difficult it will automatically become difficult if our mind thinks that it is easy it will automatically become easy it's my desire it's my earnest hope that every single one of you listening to me will have easier days where you get through everything and where you get through anything thank you for listening to today's episode